Hey everyone, welcome to Freedom Decoded, our podcast where we let our hair down and show you behind the scenes of our freedom lifestyle. If you don't know me, my name is Demir Bentley. This is my wife, Carrie. Uh, we created the Lifehack Method. You can check more about that at lifehackmethod.com. Today, we're gonna talk about working together. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about working on a business with your partner. Yeah. We've had a lot of clients say like, wow, you guys, you make this look really easy. And I'm working with my partner and it's a struggle. So what is it that you are doing to make it so easy? Wow. I mean, first of all, we've given like a whole talk on this one, but I want to start by saying I feel like we're really lucky. And I want to start by saying that I don't think that there's something we did differently that other people are doing wrong that might not mean that might mean that they're not good to work with their partner. I think that the majority of romantic partners and life partners probably can't work together simply because the nature of that relationship is that you really want your partner to be somebody who's primarily providing you with safety and support. Right. Right. Um, you and I have a sort of different dynamic and always have like we like that push pull in our relationship. Like I like the challenge. I like to take risks together with you. I like to create and build things with you. We like to build things together. We yeah. like to tackle projects. Yeah, we're like very action oriented yeah. as a couple. I, I would say so, so far, so much so that I actually worry about our relationship if we like sold this company. Like if we if we sold the company and didn't have anything to align around. Yeah. Like I I worry. We would become right? very quickly discontented. Yeah. Or probably with ourselves mostly, but then maybe even yeah. with each other. I mean, it's so fun doing this and you know, this is where we let our hair down and talk about the real. The real is I like if you looked at a Venn diagram of things I'm interested in, Carrie is not interested in the vast majority no. of it. I was just looking on his computer as part of setting up this this recording studio, and one of the YouTube videos on it was uh, was was like my real life experience living in a yurt. It's like 14, 14 years in a yurt. 14 years. <laughs> and I was like, this is this is a typical YouTube video for Demir to be watching. This is nothing out of the ordinary. But I just laughed out loud because I was like, this is the kind of thing I would never yeah. want to watch. I like hiking in the outdoors. Carrie, not as much by far. Um, you know, there, there's this really provides something to us that we can bond over and that we can do together. And although that sounds good for most couples, in truth, there may be a different DNA to your coupleship where you're not, that's not the core value that's holding the two of you together. And in fact, I can't remember this, but Tony Robbins had like a four archetypes of relationships. I don't remember any of them except that one was a couple that comes together and builds things together. And it's clear to me, the only reason I remember it is because it was clear to me that that was our archetype. Right, right. That's what we're doing. I mean, I think um, the other thing that makes it makes us work really easily is like we've both developed a really thick skin um around providing feedback to each other yeah so back when we first started the business it was like if i wanted to criticize something that you were doing it was like really hard to do that because you would get like you know kind yeah. of snippy like anybody and yeah. like it's same with me it's like i was really sensitive if you were going to tell me something that i was doing you didn't like because i'd be like i worked really hard on this like how dare yeah. you say that um and now i think we're both at a place where we're like if i'm going to ask demir for feedback i need to be able to receive it in the spirit that it was given which is like i asked for it yeah. so if he doesn't like it then that's his opinion and i need to accept that that's his opinion but let's also be honest here like 
I don't say 99% of the things that I think to carry. I think what let's let's actually start to get into things that would help. So right. backing up a second, I'm just acknowledging that I don't think that m people who try to work together who can't are doing anything wrong per se. They may just not be the right personality type. And I don't think, I think that we really were by default. Does that make sense? So wanted to let everybody off the hook who wasn't able to make this work. I think that's the norm, not the exception. Okay. In terms of things, if you are well-suited and you're just looking to like sort of sand off the rough edges, I think the first thing is giving your partner enough room to hang themselves with, right? And giving them way more than enough rope and trusting their growth process over your feedback. And so do we give each other feedback? Yeah, but I, nine times out of 10, when I think about giving feedback, I just say to myself, you know what, Carrie, we'll figure it out. Carrie doesn't need my feedback. My feedback may be counterproductive to the process. Like right. if I don't agree, I really ask myself nine, 10, 11 times, like how important is this? Right, exactly. You know, is this really important? And most of the time the answer is no, it's not that important. Or, you know, just taking a step back and realizing this job, this business is a vehicle for Carrie's growth. And I am not the arbiter of her growth or how fast she grows or what she does or what mistakes she makes or doesn't make. So I think giving ourselves a lot of room to operate and make mistakes has been a key to our success because it means that we're not always bickering over like every single decision. Yeah, and I think for my part, it's like I, I try to hold back on feedback too because if I give someone feedback, I'm also taking over some of the ownership of that yeah. task or project and I do not want to do that. It's like I have my own yeah. stuff to worry about. If I'm going to start to get into Demir's world and like mess around with his stuff, then that means that I have to be like permanently involved with it. Yep. And it's not something that I have time or energy to do. Totally. So unless something's like imploding and I and I feel like I have to step in, um, I try not to. <laughs> so it's like, well, hey, it seems to be running well enough. I, I tell this story all the time, but there's been so many times when I have told myself, Carrie is screwing something up right now. And you know what? I'm the bigger person and I'm just gonna let her screw this up and learn this lesson for herself. And I would feel like so, like such a big person. You're such a big like person. So magnanimous. Man. And then it wouldn't screw up. And she would like pull it off and I would be like, oh, thank God I didn't say anything. I would have looked <laughs> so stupid right now, you know? And it's just amazing how you see the world, any human being is gonna see the world in a very clear sense of what they think right looks like. But the truth is, is that people have a lot of different talents. The world is not exactly the way you see it is. And when you let your partner, you know, operate in a space without criticism or constant feedback, you'd be surprised how the failures aren't that big and provide them incredible learning lessons that are better than your feedback would have given them. And they don't fail as often as you think they will, and they pull it out in the end. I think another thing we started doing, especially if we ever do like live trainings together, or like in this podcast format where we're doing something together collaboratively, is this idea, I forget what it's called from comedy, where if there's two comedians on stage, they're never like negating what the last person yep. said. They're always saying like, yes, yes and. and. Yeah. So it's this oh, like, cause, because we were at the beginning of the business sort of doing this thing where like I would say something and then you would be like, well, that's not actually right because of this. It's like, yeah. it makes the both of you look really bad yep. because it makes it look like you're not a united front. You don't know what you're talking about. And it just makes the other person yeah. feel bad. Yeah. You don't want that energy when you're trying to create. So like what we started doing was like, hey, no matter what the other person says, 
you need to find a way to build on it. Yep. And you need to like get on board Even with it right away. Even if you think right it's dead away. wrong, it's yes and. Yep. And so, yep. I mean, it's like, heck, we're doing that right now in this podcast. Yeah. And, and it really makes content creation so much more enjoyable totally. because it's like fun. Totally. I think another thing, a core principle of us as a couple that makes working together much easier is um, the idea that our business is not the most important thing in our life. It's actually a, um, almost like a business above that business, yeah. <laughs> which is a fake business that's called Demir and Carrie Inc. Yeah. It's a business that lives only in your mind, but it's the it's, holding company. It's the holding company of uh, our actual business and all of our other ventures. Um, but it's so important because it, it's this this thing within our our brain space that's always there, and we're always thinking about how do we pr- produce the uh, the maximum amount of value for Demir and Carrie Inc. Yeah, that could be different from value that's created for our business. Let me be clear, because I, I think somebody might not have gotten this. Demir and Carrie Inc. is our full enjoyment of our life. I'm talking about health. I'm talking about wealth. I'm talking about career fulfillment and belonging. I'm talking about having kids, the whole thing. And so if you think about like Demir and Carrie Inc.'s like primary objective is for us to end our life having lived our very best life. That's That's the job of Demir and Carrie Inc. So when you think about the fact that we put life hack method below Demir and Carrie Inc. means that we're willing to take a hit on business results if it means that Carrie's happier. Right. We're willing to take a hit on business results if it means that we are doing better as a couple or we're doing better as parents, right? And so what's great about putting life hack method below that is that sometimes when the business, and I've seen this happen before with business owners, whether they like it or not, the business sort of becomes its own greatest good. Yeah. And whatever's good for the business is what you do, regardless of whether it's good or bad for your health, good or bad for your family, good or bad for your relationships. And so we tr- we created this sort of Demir and Carrie Inc. holding company to remind us, hey, at the end of the day, if, if it makes Carrie happy, it's good for Demir and Carrie Inc., regardless of whether it's good for Life Hack Method. And that's really, I think, astounding for people who are like business first. Right. And I think a lot of people are subconsciously business first, even if they might say their relationship first. They're subconsciously putting their own ego and their their desire to grow their business first. So for example, um, we made this the decision early on to not do any in-person live events, yep. whether that's speaking or any kind of really live event that's in person. Um, people are looking at us like, what are you talking about? This is like pre-COVID. Easy money. Yeah, it's like this is where you're networking. And we're like, yeah, but it doesn't make us happy. In fact, we fight a lot more and we don't enjoy it. We don't enjoy that kind of travel um, where we're just staying in these like lame hotel rooms. Yeah. Um, and so we were just like, forget it. We're not doing it. Other things we've done is like sometimes you'll be like, Carrie, I'm coaching too much. Like there's just too many hours in my week spent coaching. It's not making me happy. I'm like, oh, that's frustrating because like, you know, like these are revenue channels for our business. Yeah. But I'm like, great. Okay, got it. Let's like reorganize your schedule. Let's cut some things. Let's stop offering some things so that you can be happy. I mean, the list goes on working less than 30 hours a week. And now it's getting closer to 20 hours a week. Um, We started taking a month long mini retirement. Now we take two month long mini retirements. And here's the funny thing is that we are completely ready and willing for that to mean making less money in our business. Right. But has that actually happened? It's never happened. It's, it hasn't. We've like we. The weird thing is, the more that we intelligently optimize for everything, not just our enjoyment, but 
Business two, when we're looking at the whole enchilada and solving the whole Rubik's Cube, the more that we keep just pushing for like, hey, we're looking for the best solution for the whole enchilada, the more that we just keep making more and more money. In fact, a couple of years ago, we had a year that we were like, let's slow, intentionally, let's slow down the growth. We, feel, we felt like we were growing too fast and we wanted to have what we called a chew and swallow year. Yeah. Where we just sort of chew and swallowed what we actually had on our plate. Right. And that year was one of our biggest growth years, which yeah. is crazy. But it, it just ends up being in one of the great ironies of life, I can't explain it, that the more that we optimize for your happiness and my happiness and our full you know, Rubik's Cube, right. the more that we actually end up making more money, which is bizarre. Yeah, yeah. And I think it is because we put that relationship first yeah. and because then we are happy and we want to do work every day. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, those are hopefully some helpful tips for working with your partner. It is not an easy road. I'm not saying every day is like a joy. Um, Wait, but <laughs> what? Wait, time out. Actually, it's, I mean, nowadays it's been like, it's been like super, super smooth. But like back at the beginning, it's like there were some rough times, patches. There's been times, multiple times. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay. Much more to be said on this, but we'll close that there. Thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you and we'll see you in the life hack method.